Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, celebrating a vibrant global community of women over 50 through entertaining interviews that will inspire, educate, and empower. Your host, Joanne Nuaduck, was born to nurture and promote vibrance. Joanne is both the Community Director for Calgary, Canada, and oversees the global operations for Fabulous at 50. As an oncology nurse, integrative practitioner in multiple modalities, life skills mentor and manager, Joanne moves people from challenging situations to positive outcomes through the use of her innate gifts and learned skills. Here's your host, Joanne Nuaduck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Do I have a treat for you? In honor of my birthday this week and going into Pisces, I have invited my friend and colleague and Fab at 50 member and our friendly neighborhood astrologer, Joanne Stoneberg, to come on and, and give us a bit of a reading and a prediction and, you know, our, our own personal uh, horoscope, I guess, as you will, <laughs> sort of. And I- I'm just so thrilled that you're here. Welcome to our show today, Joanne. Thank you so much, Joanne. I really appreciate being here. It's uh, it's an honor to be here and to share some insight. Awesome. And it's the Joanne and Joanne show, although we do spell <laughs> our names differently. And if you check the show notes, you'll be able to find out how to connect with Joanne. But let me start off by I'm first going to take a moment and share your bio here. Joanne Stoneberg is a uniquely gifted energy healer who uses various healing modalities in her professional practice. She helps you deal with past wounds, unresolved drama, and unwanted patterns of behavior. She clears energy imprints from homes, helps earthbound spirits cross over, and uses astrology and tarot to discover your potential. So that's is pretty exciting. And I want to ask you a few personal questions on that. But let's first start off with what you have to share about Pisces and going into March of 2021. Okay, so just the other day, the sun actually shifted into the sign of Pisces, and it'll be there for the next month. And so Pisces is all about our dream world, our fantasy, our being disillusioned, our illusions, our creativity, escaping. And not that we can really escape anywhere to at the moment. (laughs) And it's all about, yeah. And, and it's also too about our our creativity and reflecting in on ourselves as well. It's also what we want to, um, how we want to spend our time more and, and letting go of time just to get into that creative mindset and the creative flow with Pisces Mm -hmm. and Pisces, Pisces, if you have the sun in, the sign of Pisces as Joanne does here. It's all about being aware of your surroundings. So you may be a little more sensitive to the energies around you. And because Pisces has no boundaries, Pisces is water, it's fog, it can be frozen, you know, all the different forms that water can take. And so Pisces is also too about accepting things for what they are surrendering into what life is. And so those can be some of the challenges of, of Pisces energy. But Pisces is also very soft and gentle, wants to take care of others. And so we do have to watch, though, that we don't rescue. 
because that can absolutely that can lead to, that can lead to a bit, bunch of trouble sometimes. I, right? I think if Pisces tend to be a rescuer, and and it it it's always that balance. You know, I remember not really to use the positive and negative, but you know, I think back to when I'd get some sort of astrology book as as a young teen and reading, and it would say kind of your more positive sides and the ones that could be you know quote, more negative or the challenging side of things. And I think it's always a balance, no matter what sign we are to use things to our advantage in, in a positive way. Definitely, definitely. And, and as we're, ch- as children, we grew up, we're learning all these things. And hopefully as we get into an adulthood where we've learned all those lessons and we've sort of mastered them, it doesn't mean they've gone away. We just know how to deal with them in a better way. Right, right. That makes sense. So any specific advice, like, um, so if I heard you for March and for Pisces, people in Pisces March is it's very much about the creativity, get into that, where you mentioned that we're time standstill when we truly embrace something we love, time just seems to evaporate, you know, and so March is the time to be doing that. March is a time for, yeah, for Pisces energy, and we will come up on a time period here in about two weeks where you are going to feel like, what's going on? Where am I? I'm lost. I'm confused because this is also Pisces energy as well. Mm. And it's when I get into Pisces energy, I start going into this like, oh, what words can I find? And what am I thinking? And oh, I forgot. So it's this dreamy kind of state a little bit. right? Yeah, and, I hear you. And, and when I'm looking at a chart, I'm like, where's, where's Pisces? Where's Pisces? You know, because it's very, it can be very elusive, right? But coming up for the month here. So Pisces energy is going to be um, shining, shining more of a light on our creativity, on our dreams, what we want to manifest, what we want to bring into reality. So one of the tips for this month of March is really setting your intention of what you want to bring into your life and what you want to manifest. What do you want to create in your world? And this is sort of taking a step back and taking a breath and, and really pausing and thinking about that before putting that forward. Beautiful. Now, does this apply to just people who are Pisces or is this sort of because Obviously, I'm showing that I don't really understand astrology. That's okay. Does it apply to anyone? Like to everyone, because this is where the sun is in Pisces right now. Yes, that can apply to everyone. And we will all have different degrees of that. Okay. Okay. We will all have different degrees of that. Some of us will just charge right through. Some will be more creative, tangible, tactile. Others will be more mentally creative. Others will be more emotional. Sometimes if, if you, if you are an emotional person, you may find you're a little more emotional this month. Okay. Good to know. Well, it's interesting that it's about manifesting because this is coinciding so much with the launch of the new membership for fabulous at 50. And there has been like months of preparation and thinking, and how are we pivoting with the world upside down these days? We were based on live events. And now we want, you know, we've got our podcast, which is online. And now we have our regular meetings that are going to be online. So we're bringing we're I'm birthing that into the world starting the beginning of March, and there's more of that to come. 
And I know that you on a personal level, if we swing to you a bit more on a personal level, you've been part of the Fabulous at 50 community for quite some time, coming out to the events in the Calgary area when we have our live events, being part, you've had um, a booth at our trade show. And so our paths have crossed so many times. And I've always been fascinating with your work. But interestingly enough, I heard, you know, I learned fairly recently that, you know, this isn't what you've always done that you actually started off in the area of accounting. Can you yes. share a little bit about that? And how does we go from being in accounting to now being an energy worker and working with astrology? Yes. So, so yeah, I, I did work in the accounting world and before I really dove in and doing what I'm doing today mm-hmm. and I did accounting for oh, 20 years or 30 years or so, bookkeeping accounting in that field. And that was all, part of living staying grounded learning for myself and even during through all that time period I was still always very spiritual still open to spirits and learning my gift and started off with the tarot cards and then getting into astrology and just really honed in my craft by taking classes and lessons and learning throughout the years as I was working a full-time job. Excellent. And and I hear that story a lot, you know, that, and it makes sense. I mean, we need to, as young women, we step into the world and we go into a career, we need to feed ourselves and learn. But very often there's other little dreams um, pulling us in a certain direction. So uh, my guess, I know for many of my, my guests, and I imagine it might be true for you as well, is that somewhere in their fifties, there's a shift. And did you notice that there has been a shift over the last few years for you? Oh, totally. So I hit my fifties and from 52 to 58, I'm 58 now. Um, the fifties I find is a very weird decade. You're not really okay. young anymore and you're not old. It's this transition decade. It is. And it's yeah, it is. It, it's, yeah. And, and from 52 to 58, speaking of, of Pisces, it's, it's this Piscean time period where you're lost, you're confused, you don't know who you are, where am I going, what am I doing, you're reinventing yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a real shift and change in life. And Lots then when, of transitions physically, emotionally, mentally, career-wise, so much goes on. Every, everything, it does. And so that was that was my transition from 52 to 58, I really honed in that this is who I am. I'm an energy healer, astrologer. I can't not be this anymore. This is the way life has guided me. And now I'm 58 and I'm going into my, what's called second Saturn return at 58 years old. Okay. Okay. And so now I'm going into another transitionary period where life is shifting to match whom I've grown and developed over the last six years. I'm now shifting and changing my environment around me. Oh, okay. Can you explain that a little bit more? (laughs) So, (laughs) so the the house I lived in, the house I live in is where I moved into because of my job. Everything around me was related to the work that I did over the last 20 years. I see. And now that doesn't fit, right? So now I have to shift and change my environment a little bit to match who I am on the inside. That makes sense. You know, we want our environments to reflect who and what we are because after all, we live in, we live in our homes. And if it, there's a disconnect there, then I don't think we can show up as our best, the, our best selves when we do that. 
exactly feel in alignment. Okay. Well, that's really fascinating with that. And I know um, that you love to read and, and you also, uh, when I asked you before a little bit, um, what book or what, what type of uh, materials do you like to read about it? Is, is it always about healing and energy work and astrology or do you like other types of books? It, it's mostly my astrology books that I dive into. <laughs> so it's, it's all about, you know, depending on what I'm, I'm reading about, either the planets, the moon, uh, Venus, uh, any different subjects for learning about astrology. I'm always continually learning about astrology. So I have a lot of reference books, but I do like reading um, more about uh, some self-help books a little bit. Mm-hmm. you know, and growth and evolving and changing. And because everybody has tips and tricks to do that. And right. It's really, really nice. So yeah, absolutely. And you can keep just evolving from there. Now you said you started off when you first got into this, you said you first learned tarot. And then so how did that how did say, okay, I'm a bookkeeper, and I'm playing around with tarot. How did it, I'm curious, I love hearing people's journey. How did it turn out that now you actually do energy healings with people? So it started in my early 40s, around 40, 41, that I went to a little lecture and there were people there talking about their four different modalities. One was talking about channeling, one was talking about automatic writing, and one girl was talking about astrology. And that just lit in me. And I started her classes Mm -hmm. And I just dove in and I literally, I don't know, it just absorbed into me. <laughs> yes. I said, I said, after that session, I, I said, oh, I want to learn astrology. Next thing I know, these big universal doors open up and everything astrology fell out. People, yeah. conferences, classes, mm-hmm. everywhere I went, books. I was running into people all over. I was just immersed in it. I studied it day and night, 24 seven for four years. And I'm still studying it today. And that was Brilliant. 20 years ago now. Yeah. You're such an expert in your area. And, and the, I, I want to highlight what you just said, because I think that's really important. No matter what we do, when we open ourselves up to say, this is what I want, not wishful thinking. I actually, I'm going to write a blog on the difference between what I wish and what I want you know, kind of dreaming going, Oh, I wish I had this. And I wish I had that, or I wish I was astrologer. I wish that there's an element of longing for something and lack. But what you went into is you recognized it energized you. So somebody could walk in, it could be quilt making, who knows, you know, astrology, cooking, whatever. And if it lights their fire to say, I want to learn it, as soon as we switch into this is an intention I want, you're a master manifester, really things, you know, the universe does open up and present opportunities for us to grow and learn. Definitely. And it's, and, and when I was doing astrology, like it, 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 it was literally a rabbit hole and I'm still in this rabbit hole really deep now. <laughs> and, and from there I got into all the en- learning more about the energy work. I've yeah. always been, I've always been open to and sensitive to the energies around me. But getting into astrology and that which led to my modality of learning more about the energies around me, taking um, classes on past life regression, how to work with ancestors, how to work with earthbound spirits, and many more things. 
and that's that's how that came about too is as honing my skills as an energy healer as well right oh beautiful so on that note if someone wants to reach you how, what's your website what's the best way for them to reach you to visit your website and all the information there Yes, so they can visit my website at www.asthaplanetsturn.com. As the I, planets, like a plural S? Okay. Yes, a plural S. S. Turn. Asthaplanetsturn.com. That's also my email address, Joanne at asthaplanetsturn.com. I and also have a Facebook that, page. Before huh? you do that, I'm going to point out that because we spell our names differently, oh, it's please. Joanne, J-O, capital A, and N. No E on the end. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I got the E on the end of mine. You got a capital A. But so Joanne at As the Planets Turn. And then you were going to say Facebook? Yeah, I'm Facebook, my personal name. And I also have As the Planets Turn uh, Facebook page as well. And I do a little uh, blurb every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as to where the moon's at or what's happening astrologically. And so that's a fun little post that I I do. And I also, I also teach astrology as well. If you're interested in learning the basics about astrology. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I don't think I realized that, you know, you mentioned you were teaching, but I didn't really follow in what you were teaching on. That totally makes sense. Now, if somebody, I'm just curious, do you, if somebody wanted to work with you, is it one-on-one sessions that you offer and then they just book in and work with you? Or are you mostly focused on like groups and classes about things and teaching um, astrology? I, I do. I do one-on-one sessions right now and we'll eventually get into doing group work down the road. Yes. And then astrology classes are group astrology classes and you can be anywhere in the world. Because yeah, I, I do them via Zoom. Wonderful. All righty. Well, we are getting close to the end of our time, but we're not quite there yet. But um, so, why don't we move on to my favorite part? What What are your three top tips? You know, your p- three pearls of wisdom that you would like to share with the listening audience. Three pearls of wisdom. Let's see here. So, one I would say: really listen to your intuition. Pay attention to your physical body. How is your physical body reacting to situations? What is it telling you versus your head? Okay. And listening to your intuition and knowing that loving every part of yourself, you know, and I'm sure everyone's heard this before, but the good, the bad, and the ugly, when we embrace and accept, and this is part of that Pisces energy coming up for the month as well. Accepting all of who we are helps Mm -hmm. us to be a stronger person. When we're, when we're angry or sad or having a bad day, embrace that. There's strength in that, embracing whatever emotion you're going through at that time. Beautiful. So is, that was your first tip or did that, you blow them all? That was all three. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. That's okay. So, <laughs> so your in, intuition is number one. Intuition, listening, intuition. listening to your body. Listening and, and to your body is number two. Yes. Yeah. And, and number three is accepting everything about yourself and accepting everything about yourself. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I know that I'm, when I work with my clients, getting them, you know, getting them to understand and get away from what is an old way of thinking, say an affirmation where they stand in front of the mirror and they're like, I am happy today. And they're really not happy. I am more. And I think you would agree. It's more about I am really feeling sad or I am very grieved about something and own that. 
but also take it that next step to know that I am greater than this experience. And it's like a wave. It's going to go through me. And then I'm going to step through this stronger. Right. So beautiful for sharing that. Now you have a gift you I have do. that you're willing to share. Can you tell us about that? I have a little gift. I have a little ebook. Uh, it's called manifesting with the moon and oh. it helps you discover the uh, cycles of the moon phases. We all know the new moon and the full moon. And there are actually eight phases, but in this little ebook, I just described four of the phases. So new moon, first quarter, full moon, and third quarter. And in there, it tells you little tips and tricks, what to do throughout the cycle each month. That is amazing. I know that um, we humans these days, at least the ones of us that live in a city, are so disconnected from our sky and our moon. And we know that the moon has an impact on the earth. I mean, no one can deny the tides of the ocean. And we're made of water as well. So it's a given that the gravitational pull and the energy pull of the moon and the earth has an impact on us as well. And I know for myself, that's something I would like to learn more about. I have another friend that talks a lot about, especially women. Um, I know that I would say most in our group are either past it, like in to post-menopause or at least in perimenopause, but our hormones are really tied in with the moon. And you, I, I would imagine that within this, this is a way of understanding that since we don't have a monthly cycle necessarily anymore, or it's all out of whack, that we still have an emotional cycle that's tied in with the moon. Would that be accurate? In very much so. We, we very oh. much have an emotional cycle. And whether we're aware of the um, moon's shifts and changes, uh, they're, they're affecting us anyway. So, so we might as well learn. <laughs> Exactly. So advantage. Hey, and coming up this weekend, I want to let you know we're a few days away from a full moon on Saturday, and it will be in the sign of Virgo. So break out your detail hat and pay attention to all the meticulous details that maybe you missed over the past week. <laughs> so on February 27th, the, yes. on the full moon means that you're good with details. Is that what you're telling uh, me? So the full moon the full moon, as we know, always likes to shine a light on everything. Okay. So, and it's it's going to be the moon will be in the sign of Virgo. And Virgo is about details and being analytical. Right. So being meticulous about things. So nice. you might want to uh, pay more attention to your details. <laughs> that That's weekend. fantastic. That is fantastic. Well, Joanne, this has been a really fun podcast. I'm so glad that you've been on. And I do love that every once in a while you're sharing your friendly neighborhood astrology um, updates, you know, and, and we can go to your, your, it's your uh, business page, right? Your, your, yeah, my um, personal, you can just go to my personal page. It's, it's go all to your there. personal page yeah. as well. And it's all in there. That's fantastic. Well, Thank you so much for being on today's show. And I look forward to maybe we'll make this an annual event just before my birthday every February. That would be awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. And I'm going to, in honor of my birthday, I'm going to wish everyone else out there who has a birthday, give or take six months, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Take care. Bye everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Neweduck. Join us again for more inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you.
If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.